This is the Fast Founder Series Podcast, where you can get an exclusive glimpse on Africa's fastest growing startup companies. Follow the stories of some of the continent's leading entrepreneurs and founders, brought to you by the Fast Accelerator Program from Flatmax in partnership with Microsoft. Today, we sat with the CEOs and co-founders of Linkwise, a company that is securing payments for lenders and insurance companies. You may find Linkwise products and services on marketplace.flatmax.com. My, my name is Ryan Pinderis. Um, my, my background is in, in finance and audit, and I'm the, the founder of Linkwise, co-founder. Hi, my name is Sean Pinderis, uh, also a background in finance, uh, chartered accountant by trade. Um, and I am along with Ryan, the, uh, one of the co-founders and co-CEO of, of Linkwise. Can we assume that you're brothers, right? Yes, we are brothers. <laughs> Fantastic. So the business is in good hands. Fantastic. What does the company do and what's the interesting story behind your business and how you come up with the company's name? So the company's name is Linkwise um, and we provide a cloud-based payroll deduction management platform, uh, which I'm sure most people wouldn't uh, readily be familiar with, but in a nutshell, what we do is we allow financial institutions uh, like insurance companies and lenders um, the ability to do business with uh, employees and recover their monthly installments directly from employees' payslips rather than other traditional uh, payment methods. And this is all done by providing that sort of central system that sits between the employers on the one hand and their payroll systems um, and all the financial institutions on the other side. Uh, so an interesting story behind our business would be that when we first started out, we approached a specific mining company in Namibia and told them about Linkwise, what we do, and told them about payroll deductions and what the benefits of payroll deductions are. Um, and one of the, the feedback came that they didn't want to sign any payroll deduction agreements with lenders uh, because they felt that they didn't want to encourage the employees to actually get into debt, um, which was, is obviously very, very understandable. Um, however, the interesting thing is that about two years later, they then contacted us and said, because they haven't signed payroll deduction agreements with these, uh, you know, the large, uh, the banks and the regulated lenders, the employees actually fell victim to sort of unregistered, unregulated payday lenders. Um, And because of this, the employees are now in a worse situation. So they asked us that they could make use of our system uh, to get the employees sort of to consolidate all of that, uh, that loan, the the loan shark loans, um, and then use our system to actually get the employees to be working with the large regulated financial institutions. Um, and the interesting thing that that came with that is that, you know, if you if you close the door and don't allow your employees access to credit and to to loans, that doesn't stop the demand. You know, the demand is still there, um, and those employees will find a way to take out loans. Um, and the only decision is: do you want it to be with a large regulated bank, uh, which our platform enables, or do you want it to be with an unregistered, unregulated loan shark, 
who will then you know charge um, excessive interest rates um, and so ultimately the, the that employer then decided to sign up with with Linkwise. So in terms of coming up with the name I will hand that over to Ryan. <laughs> the, <clears throat> the name the name story is is a uh, is short and sweet. Um, you know me and Sean were in actually I think we were in South Africa at the time we just met with our software developers and we mapped out the architecture for the for the system. And we were driving back on, on the train and we were just going through going through words that we thought um, uh, we thought, you know, really encapsulated what we did. And that's when uh, obviously the word link came in because we, uh, we were the link between the, the financial institutions and the um, and the employers payrolls. So, you know, obviously the word the word link is, is a bit short in one syllable. So we, we found a nice something that sounded nice, nice on that. So link. You know, we came up with Linkwise, um, and the domain was available, which was a, which was a bonus. Um, a funny story is that my, our mom actually always still gets confused and keeps telling her friends that her son's in a founded LinkedIn. <laughs> that's really great. Uh, that's a very impressive story, and the inspiration behind creating the company. Uh, it serves a very good purpose, and we're quite impressed with what you're doing. It's unique, really. Uh, it's not common, and that's a that's a niche. Uh, that's a niche. Like they say, find the road nowhere traveled, and you'll be the biggest traveler in the world. You know, uh, that's that's really impressive. Well done. And so we'll move forward to the questions, and I'd like us to share more details with the audience about things about uh, which industry does I mean, or sector does your business uh, operate. Uh, and what is, I mean, I, I think you shared that the motivating factor for solving the problem you're solving. I think which industry does your business operate? And you can take that with uh, which of the UN SDG goals uh, is your company targeting or addressing primarily? Okay, thank you. I'll take the first, uh, the first part of that question, then I'll hand over to Ryan with regards to the UN goals. Um, yeah, so in terms of the industry, uh, it's, it's, uh, it deals with insurance products and personal loans. Um, and what's happened in Namibia and many other African countries is that these insurance companies and banks have over the years actually approached um, corporates, employers, um, to sign these what we call payroll deduction agreements, where the bank or the insurance company would be able to sell their product and then recover the monthly installment directly from the employee's payslip. Um, so in terms of, you know, the main motiv motivating factor for, for actually uh, addressing this, the, the problem that we saw in getting into this, um, this industry was that we, it's a very obscure industry, payroll deductions. Um, I mean, we didn't really know the extent to which these, all these insurance companies and banks had actually gone to almost every single employer in Namibia and sign these payroll deduction agreements. Um, so when we started to realize that there was actually, this was a huge booming business uh, that that we were sort of mainly unaware of, um, we started to get interested. And when we started to speak to these financial institutions um, who have to get their uh, insurance deductions and loan deductions onto the payroll and to the employers whose payroll staff has to actually manually capture all this information on the payroll systems, we started to realize that there was a huge pain point for everyone involved. 
Um, and not only was it time consuming, but there was a lot of errors. Um, and the reason for this was basically that you've got, let's call it four or five large insurance companies and four or five large banks that are emailing these deduction spreadsheets to hundreds of employers every month. And all of that information needs to be captured and updated on a monthly basis in the payroll system. So it's just a classic case of, you know, it obviously grew it, it, when it was small. It was it was um, the administration of it was doable, but it grew into this giant beast whereby this entire industry was run off Excel spreadsheets and emails. Um, and so looking at that, looking at the fact that there was huge pain points for the insurance companies, for the banks and for the employers, we then said, OK, not only is this a pain point and a problem, you know, that's worth solving, but it's a huge pay point. And so someone actually needs to solve it to make all of this, um, this entire system work. And just as an extra motivating factor is that these payments that are going through payroll deductions, it's people's personal loan repayments, it's people's life insurance policies. And a big issue was that they weren't being allocated accurately um, and in a timely manner, which means for these employees that have these amounts coming off the payslip, they thought the payment was done. They thought it was settled. Um, meanwhile, the financial institution on the background was struggling to allocate these payments. So an additional motivating factor is that with the LinkWise system, this is all automated um, with 100% accuracy, which means every single employer and employee can sleep at night knowing that if something came off their payslip, that it's been pulled correctly through to the right financial institution and allocated against their policy or their loan account. So it's it's a um, it's it's a, it's a good it's a good problem to solve because you're adding that value to each individual employee who actually has a loan uh, a loan or a policy that's coming off their pay um so yeah that's that's a high level overview of that and then i'll hand over to ryan with regards to the un uh the un goals cool thanks um so i think there's two that that we really target um the one is the number nine which is innovation uh, I think this is Sean touched on it, and it's it's worth uh, worth saying again. The industry that we work in is largely unknown, and is therefore largely undigitized. So what's so interesting about what we've done is we are the first people that have digitized a completely manual industry uh, in the in you know in the way that is scalable and solving problems for thousands, if not millions, of of, of Africans. The the. And then the second one was was actually number ten, which was uh, reduced in inequality. I think here, uh, well, you know what really drives us at Linkwise is financial inclusion. And I think the word financial inclusion has been a bit tossed around back and forth a little bit, uh, and it's sometimes being used as like a almost like a cover up for for people just trying to deploy easy loans. And that's why I think we're so proud of what we've done at Linkwise is because we've built in affordability controls and we only work with regulated financial institutions. So this means that the blue collar worker who initially couldn't work with these institutions now has access to them, to the regulated financial service industry. And we have built in affordability controls within our, uh, within our platform. That's great. So uh, your services are unique in all these fronts because of the uh, understanding of the market and the ability to being able to have such uh, di differentiating lines in integration of the informal sector and actually giving them uh, a platform for proper financial inclusion, like you rightly explained. Thank you.
Now, these are innovative uh, ideas that addresses the UN Sustainable Development Goals. Thank you. Uh, and I believe that your service, your products, actually provide solutions to SMEs, right? Correct, yeah. Okay, we provide solutions to small and medium enterprises. Can you give an example of uh, one or two that make use of your service and how it solves any pain point for them? Yeah, so I, I think traditionally, in, if you look at the world of payroll deductions and the manual administration of payroll deductions, these financial institutions normally target your large corporates. Um, you know, they want to get the most bang for their buck. You sign up a payroll deduction agreement with a large fishing company, you can get access to 2,000 customers. Um, you sign a payroll deduction with a small SME that has five employees, you know, there's not as much business. Um, so what the nice thing about the LinkWise system is that it automates the exchange of information between the financial institution and the employer. So what this means is that if you are an insurance company and with on the link with with you know within the LinkWise platform, you have access to one large corporate that has 2,000 employees or 100 small SMEs that together have you know let's call it 500 employees. The processes and the systems are still the same, um, and so that makes it scalable from an employer's point of view. So we can add every single employer in the country or on the continent, whether you have one employee or 10,000 employees, the system is scalable, which means those financial institutions that traditionally would have not necessarily fully ignored, but they wouldn't have prioritized those smaller SMEs and therefore those employees of those SMEs wouldn't have you know, had the same access as the large corporates. Um, now with introduction of LinkWise, that becomes feasible and those smaller SMEs are getting access to the same employee benefits that was traditionally reserved for only the large corporates. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you. Okay, I think we've talked a lot about your business. Uh, so we would come down to uh, some of the platform through which we were able to meet you now. How did you get to know about the Fast Accelerator program? And how did you feel when you got notified uh, of your acceptance, you know, and your expectations and all that? So let's let's get into it, please. Yeah, um, we so so I had heard about it through actually through my someone in my network had shared it on, on LinkedIn. Um, and then I, I started doing a bit of research about um, about the accelerator um, and about Flatmax and it sounded something, like something that was really interesting to us. And um, then, yeah, then, then we applied and uh, we were actually in, again, funny, I think all the, all the good news happened, seems to be happening while we're, we're traveling. We were traveling again for work and uh, we, got, we got the email and I, I first thought maybe um, uh, if I first thought maybe it was a mistake because we, we got so excited. So we then went out, we went out celebrating. And then, you know, while we were out celebrating, we realized we had some work to do. So we uh, went back home and then got back to work. Okay, that's great. Uh, which means you, you, you had a different, you know, peculiar experience with, with uh, getting to know about the FAST Accelerator program. Uh, I, I'm excited that you had that you know, uh, very unique experience with it. Uh, so how, how was your experience with the masterclass, the facilitators and the staff of Flatmax and the Fast Accelerator program? Yeah, so just to start there, I also, you know, just want to say thank you to the Fast team. 
Um, and thank you to Microsoft and thank you to, to Flapmax. I think the accelerator was extremely valuable. Um, it was great that we could allow multiple, I think we would have, we have three of us um, you know, in, in, in the classes. The 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 speaker yeah the, the speakers that we had were extremely knowledgeable about their their subject matter and um, you know there were there was a few things that, that that stood out you know in terms of like building uh raising raising funds um building a, a advisory board and a, and a and a board of directors and sorry a board of directors and advisors um and the facilitators were you know were very good the staff were good I don't know if I must go into more specifics, but in overall, the experience was extremely beneficial for us. We're quite excited about that feedback, and uh, you, 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 you let us know with that that uh, it was a good program that served you well. Uh, so we will go a bit technical again. Uh, how would you describe the experience of running your solution, if at all? Are you running your solution on Microsoft Azure Cloud? And how would you describe your experience with it? Yeah, so I think, um, I mean, in a nutshell, to start off with, the, the experience has been great. Um, we, we've got another co-founder who's also our lead software developer and, and wrote the whole, you know, did all the coding for us and wrote the system for us. Um, and it was a case of when we were starting this project, looking at all our options and we, we, we decided to go with, um, with Azure. And, I, I, you know, I think from his side, it was the first project of this nature and this size on Azure. Um, and there was a little bit of a learning curve, but once we got everything up and running and working, the benefits were clear. Um, you know, I've, I've overseen a team in, for another um, project that where we did all our own server management in-house. You know, we bought our own servers, we hosted everything and it is doable, but it's complex. A lot can go wrong and you need a lot more vast range of expertise within your team. Um, so what this allowed us to do was to say, we had two non-technical founders, myself and Ryan, you know, background in finance, and we had our software developer. Um, so this basically allowed us to then not hire a full on IT team, you know, and spend a huge sum upfront on servers. We could just basically get it up and running um, and go with it. And then every time we needed, um, you know, we needed some more capacity, we would just simply upgrade our um, our, our service package on Azure. So, from that point of view, it's it's uh, it's gone fantastic. And I mean, you know, you're you're basically getting access to a world class Microsoft run IT department, um, and that just lets us focus on our business, focus on the product, um, and not have to worry about that side. So that's definitely been a, a good experience all around. Thank you. I like this very practical analysis you gave. Uh, it's it really reflects uh, based on my experience of running startups. Like it's it's I can really relate to what you're talking about. Uh, thank you. Uh, so how, how has your participation in the fast accelerator program helped with moving your business forward, achieving traction, brand, and all that? Can you share that, please? If I look at today versus when we started, um, our business has, has increased by more than fifty percent. And if you and the, the the leads we've gotten in in terms of expanding to other countries is, is massive, and I think I owe one of the one of the things I really owe that to is the the brand recognition about um, having been through the Microsoft Accelerator 
gives us a lot of credibility in the market. So when we are speaking to uh, speaking to potential partners outside of Namibia, um, it sort of validates us immediately and and, and um, opens the door so we can have those conversations. And then also the other uh, people in the um, in the accelerator, including our mentor, uh, as well as the other uh, the other people in the cohort. Uh, you know, we've reached out to a lot of them and you know there's potential partnerships with with them in the making and i think that's really helped us drive our growth in the last you know like i said the last six months we've increased by 50 percent um and i think it's largely due largely due to that network that's great thank you impressive uh i'll also go a bit technical now uh are you leveraging artificial intelligence AI in your solution or do you intend to leverage it? And how has the Flapmatch technical team supported this journey for you? Yeah, I think um, we we obviously had a great session with uh, with with the team and with some representatives from Microsoft, um, and we brought in our our software developer where we actually went through all of this functionality, what's available on um, on Microsoft Azure, and and you know what sort of way forward is. Um, at this point, we're still busy trying to conceptualize how to actually uh, uh, make make use of it going forward. Um, so the nice thing is that through this program, we've actually been, you know, had this opportunity to have, you know, to have it showcased what all the sort of features and functionalities are that are built into Azure um, and what our, you know, what potential use cases are. Um, but as a youngish business, at the moment, we're still busy trying to figure out exactly how we're going to uh, apply it in the real world. But what's nice is that we now have a good understanding of the tools that are available um, and had that chance to sit and have that technical discussion with, with all the right people. Okay, nice. All right. Uh, going to look at the entire program, the FAST program, what are your key takeaways? Uh, advice to funders and advice to flat marks fast and the microsoft team and probably uh you've given us credit a lot of credit anyway but i'm saying that what's what's your key takeaways from the program and your advice to funders uh out there and your advice for fast platforms and microsoft i'll start with the i'll start from the from the end and go to my advice to to microsoft and flatmax um honestly i i think I don't really have 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 any advice at the moment. The program was was really well run. Um, it was very beneficial, and again, I just wanted to to thank you all. Um, then, in terms of my my key takeaways from the program, I would say that I can't remember who said it, but someone said, you know, your your network is your net is your net worth, and I think that's that's one of the key takeaways again is, is from the program is. You don't know where, um, where, when your network will come to play, and it's so important to keep building it and, and to, you know, and, and to maintain that, to ma maintain those relationships. I think my advice, my advice, advice to founders would be to just start. If you look at where the business idea that we had when we started looks very different to what it is today, the the fundamentals are the same, but we could have spent months or years. Uh, refining the idea and refining the business plan and the truth is you have to just start because you don't know where it will end up uh, I also can't remember someone said you know no one's business plan uh, survives first contact with the market because you you know you're changing it so much once you start getting feedback and it's so important to just start getting that feedback 
Thank you. Uh, this is an advice even to me too, in, in case I start a startup like you, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Probably my favorite quote on that is that um, you don't need to be great to start, but you need to start to be great. And I think I, uh, I, it's definitely with, my, with myself as well. I, I put things off because I want it to be perfect before even taking that first step. Um, but at some point, you got to just, you know, take that first step and get going. And as Ryan said, you then learn, learn as you go. Okay. Let me also give you a quote. You, you don't have to launch. You can launch crappy, but don't launch a crappy idea. Nice. Yeah. You know, one thing I always thought in terms of the journey of entrepreneurship is that the, the man who loves walking will go further than the man who loves the destination. And I think that's such a that's such an important thing. When when you learn to love to walk, the the goals yeah. and achievements come as almost an afterthought. That's great. That's really great. I'm very impactful. Thank you. Uh, these are very great highlights. So we're going to talk about publicity and uh, product marketing now. How long has the brand been in existence? That's the link wise. Uh, you've listed your core services and products. Uh, what are your breakthrough deals or any announcements you would like to let us know about? Well, how long, let's start with, with how long has the brand been in existence and what are your breakthrough deals that you would like to announce or give, tell us about? Okay, so we, uh, the brand has been in existence, in existence since around uh, mid-2019. Um, not necessarily the best time to launch a new business considering I think within about six months of starting we had our corona lockdowns. Um, and then maybe just to quickly touch in on, on the core products and services before handing over to Ryan. Um, I mean, the nice thing about Linkwise is that we've basically got one core product, which is that payroll deduction management platform. Um, you know, I, I think rolling that out throughout Africa, which is the, the goal and the dream, is probably going to keep us quite busy over the next couple of years. Um, and I mean, just to just to quickly touch in on that on that product, it's it's a cloud-based system that basically sits between financial institutions and the employer's payroll system. And what we do is we facilitate the exchange of information. So financial institutions are able to uh, search for employees, check affordability, and load deductions um, on those employees' profiles directly on the payroll. Um, and the, the, from the employer's side, they're able to basically pull all of that information directly into the payroll system without any uh, manual intervention um, and they're also able to share certain payroll information with us uh, that allows us to to do those affordability checks um, so that's basically in a nutshell where the, then that sort of that centralized system that sits between the banks the insurance companies the lenders and on the other side the employers um, we are looking at uh, add-on additional services and or products rather um, now that we've got this integration with the payroll system, we're looking at uh, launching a Linkwise marketplace, which would basically be a collection of employee benefits um, that 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 your employees as a Linkwise employer would would get access to. Um, so that's something that's that's in the pipeline. Um, and then I will hand over to Ryan to to discuss the the deals and announcements. Um, thank you. So in terms of some, some breakthrough deals and milestones and achievements, um, you know, since, we, since we've been 
in the program this year. I'll start in the beginning. In uh, in March, we got invited to the Africa Arena in Joburg, which um, was a highlight of the I think the top 30 startups in Southern Africa. Um, we we won that event and got awarded the most innovative startup in Southern Africa, and got invited to the the Africa finale in in November in Cape Town. So hopefully in, in November we will be awarded the most innovative startup in, in Africa, not just Southern Africa. We also um, are quite excited that we've finally become Pan-African and we've got our first customers in Zambia. So we're now operating in two African countries and we've got two more um, in the very near future coming on board. Then in terms of employees, you know, we've, we've crossed the 15,000 employee mark and um, we've we've crossed the 100 million rand mark in in terms of collections for our clients. So really great stuff. Uh, thank you for sharing this. And uh, we, we 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 know as a fact that just keep on doing what you're doing, and more news are coming, uh, greater ones. Uh, like we said, we we we're very much excited about Linkwise, and we 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 see a future with Linkwise as one of the next unicorns out of Africa. Uh, you're, you're on the right path and, you know, we can only wish you the very best. Thank we're, you. We're really glad that you're part of the Fast, Fast family. Of course, beyond here, extensively part of the Fast family. Okay. So looking at wrapping up our discussions, we'll be looking at uh, how will you rate the startup ecospace in the country, in Namibia and across Africa, and any specific challenges you would like to point out? Yeah, so I think, you know, just to, 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 to start off with Namibia, um, Namibia is a tiny country. We've, in terms of population, we've got 2 million people. Um, and, you know, with that, everything's just smaller here in terms of any business that, that's going on. Um, and that's that's also counts for the, the, the startup um, space. However, you know, what, what we've seen over the last two years is that there's been a lot of action and excitement in that space within Namibia. Um, so we've got some good players that are coming in that are actually, uh, that sole mandate is to try and facilitate um, uh, startups. And we're obviously actively, you know, taking part in, in, in that uh, from both sides, just as um, as a startup in our, in our own right, but then also as just someone that can potentially help facilitate, uh, you know, the, 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 the next startups that are coming through. Um, so I think then across Africa, I mean, geez, there's a couple of African countries that just seem to be, you know, booming and leading the way when it comes to startups. Um, and, you know, if you look at the likes of Kenya, Nigeria, South Africa, and I, I, I think, you know, um, perhaps it's just a case of, you know, if we look at the, the, the landscape across Africa, you know, people like to put Africa in, you know, in one box. We are Africa. Africa is a ginormous continent with, you know, a huge variety in cultures and languages. Um, and, you know, so it's, it's actually, you know, if you if you look at it now from a founder's point of view, sitting in Namibia, it's an intimidating prospect having to grow and expand throughout Africa. Um, and so I think that is probably one of the challenges um you know i know that i've heard from some people that they specifically singled out south african startups um and said 
you know, told the founders, guys, you do realize that there are countries that exist north of the, of the South African border. Um, and I, I think that's probably one of the issues is founders, you know, in, in across Africa like to stay within their country. Um, and the biggest thing that we need to do is basically build these networks um, to, to make it easier um, and less intimidating to, to expand throughout Africa. Um, and as Ryan touched on earlier, that's one of the beauties of, of, of this program is as soon as you start to meet people from other countries and chat to them about their local market and, um, you know, see the businesses that they've started in the various countries, it becomes it, it becomes a lot more of a, uh, a doable task to then think, OK, I can actually go to that country and, you know, start to, to roll out my product or service. Um, yeah, so I think that's... Uh, that's all I have to say on that. I'll, I'll just add. I'll just add one thing to that in terms of, um, well, well, two things. One, in terms of the Namibian ecosystem, you know, it, it, it is very small, and the market here is very small, so we have different challenges. But one of the things a lot of businesses here focus on is is the negative side of, of a small market, and I think, you know, some advice there would be to to find the size of our market being so small, is also I think our superpower because it means. We got to build a very robust business in a market that we understood very well and could give access to the big players. And now that we have this business and we've ironed out all the, ironed out all the sort of the challenges in an easier market, we are now ready to expand into other markets. And I think that's also important for every you know every, every ecosystem, every country will have its challenges um, in terms of you know what their country doesn't have compared to the next country. But it's important to find to find those negatives and turn them into positives. And if you look at, for example, the African ecosystem as a whole, um, you know, you see a lot of African entrepreneurs sharing letters from Y Combinator or Sequoia Capital warning about this downturn and how to extend your runway and be nervous. Africa is still, we're still looking to at least double the amount of money that was raised next year. So things things are harder in, in the first world because things are usually easy there. Um, in Africa, things, things are always hard. So, you know, we never get hit as hard. We never we never get hit by these challenges because you know we're used to daily challenges. That's great. So our challenges as Africans built us to be more resilient to face situations tougher than an average person would. Thank exactly. you for that for the highlight. It's like turning the negative into positive for everyone. Thank you. Right. So talk to us about uh, how you're leveraging your self motivation grid. I think you've addressed this really because you've told us about how you're uh, putting up with the challenges and now you'll be able to address some of the issues. So let's just go straight to where do you hope to be in the next three to five years with your business? What's your cool. prospect for the next three to five years as Linkwise? Are we Thanks. looking at IPO? Are we looking at, you know, extending across, the, the, across Africa, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, just prepare the audience, prepare us too to be ready. Where do you see us going to? So, I'll keep it short. I think three to five years, um, our goal is is five countries and one million users. Um, we, you know, we like to be ambitious, but I think it's it's very achievable. So yeah, five countries, one million users. Yeah, I mean. I, we, we obviously haven't uh, even started to think about uh, you know, going public or doing anything like that in IPO. Um, it's it's something we'd have to kind of you know cross that bridge when we get there. 
at the moment, the next three to five years, I think we just want to focus on growth. And as Ryan said, get get ourselves into as many different African countries um, as possible and then take it from there. All right. Thank you so much, guys. It's been a really great time. It's been, an, uh, you know, uh, an exposing time with, with us. Uh, I like what you guys are doing. From the first team, we're quite impressed with you. And we, we, would, we are ready to give you all the support you need to grow. And uh, thank you for sharing this time with us. Uh, of course, you know we're here for each other anytime. And we wish you the very best in your journey. Fantastic. Thank you, thank you very much. You may find LinkWise products and services on marketplace.flatmax.com. You can follow this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts, as well as YouTube to view the full Fast Founder Legit Car episode.